there, Adam? Yeah. Hi, right, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Video of Kodak Black having sex in Sweden during Florida Panthers game. So he was just <laughs> fucking with the whole stadium being able to see him? I guess, yeah. <laughs> it was an actual video. I mean, it was hysterical. Jesus Christ. Kind of a slap in the face to hockey. Guess it wasn't that interesting. I don't know if he's their target audience. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um, you guys ready for a uh, exciting game of trivia? I'm amped. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> I love trivia. I love trivia. I'm not a big truck. I, I like trivia. I'm just not. a. I don't think I have like a great trivia brain. Same here. I don't think I'm very good at it. Like, I'm average. I wouldn't say I'm good, but I, I think, enjoy it. I think Jared's brain is built for, for trivia, like random facts, just like hiding in like the, you know, crevices of his brain. And I think like, he pays a lot more attention to like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe you do too, Adam. Like, do you still read like Roto World and shit like that? Yeah, I, I do. I just feel like, you know, like Jared can't tell you what he had for breakfast three days ago. <laughs> That's but my problem. Can, but yeah. he can tell you like the starting lineup for the Red Sox in 1998 or something like that. Like it's. You know. It's hit, hit or miss with trivia. They either they got me in a sweet spot or God knows. Adam. Yes. The base level of inebriation for you for your bachelor party is going to be Kodak Black on the Sunday <laughs> conversation. Gremlin status. <laughs> Super gremlin. Dancing. Super gremlin. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean... Uh, uh, hopefully caleb hopefully. is just incredible i don't know how he's able to like handle himself in that situation play it cool like feed into it just enough to keep it going is he's just it was, he's, he's so perfect he's just like he didn't just look kept, uncomfortable kept at saying all. it and he's just like unfortunately that's a hit <laughs> <laughs> and he said it like again then he's like welcome to the club like it was just so perfect Unbelievable. He might as well have been speaking a f- another a foreign language because oh, I, I, I did not understand anything one out of every eight words. Yeah, and like Glenny Balls is just like trying to keep up with him when he's like randomly talking to him, and it was singing, just singing like, piano man. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen someone more uncomfortable in my entire life. <laughs> that would have been me. I would have been more Glenny than I would Caleb. So just know that Adam, going in, noted, noted. Um, Super Bowl football yeah. season is fucking over already. Hasn't hit me yet. Has it hit literally you guys? felt like yesterday that it, w- it started. It won't, yeah, it won't hit me until I have to do something other than sit around and watch football all day on Sunday. That's yeah, when so it'll hit Sunday. Me. Yeah, friggin' <laughs> yeah. blows. It sucks, dude. Like that. I I was thinking to myself, like I always say, how fast time goes up by, but. Football season is like really how I measure that. Yeah. Cause I, I, you know, I love football. And so I like look, you look forward to every week. And then it's like in the blink of an eye, it's like, all right, halfway through the season, you blink totally. again. It's like playoffs. You know, you blink again and it's over. It's just like, yeah, fucking crazy how fast time flies. It sucks. Yeah. But it was a great game. Super Bowl was a great game. Was it? I thought it was a great game. I it, thought was, it, was, it was close. It came, came down, down to the last to the end. drive. Yeah, no, I thought it was I think, good. I think that's all you can ask for. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was good. I thought, man, I thought Burrow was going to have that moment. Oh, he had his chance. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. in the end, their their greatest weakness as a team, that offensive line, it showed the most. He was sacked like two like like two times on that drive, like seven or eight for the game. Yeah. I mean, in the end, I mean, nobody could lay a finger on Aaron Donald or anybody on that D line on a consistent enough basis. I read he was this season um, the most sacked quarterback, third most sacked quarterback in NFL history for a season. It was like the only person behind him. Yeah, it was David Carr. Remember David Carr's rookie year? It was so bad it ruined him. Yeah. And then some other guy, I can't remember who. So the fact that he did what he did behind that O-line, pretty incredible. Yeah. I mean, just imagine other than than Stafford, I'm not. Not a huge fan of the Rams. So I like Aaron Donald too. Aaron Donald's yeah, yeah, sure. A yeah. beast. And it was it was cool to see Stafford get a ring. And Cooper Cup. How can you not like Cooper Cup? Yeah, Cooper he's Cup. I, I meant Stafford more just because he's been around for so long and yeah, dealt with um Cooper Cup makes us white guys yeah. proud. He's representing out there. Dude, when I heard the name of the college he went to that I had never heard of in my life, like that's incredible to go from Kendrick Bourne went there too. They were teammates. Really? Yeah. A, uh, not that Kendrick Bourne's on Cooper Cup's level, but still crazy that you have two NFL wide receivers on a fucking team like that. Adam? Hey, Ty, can you just stop recording for a sec? Hold on. Everything all right? Yeah, yeah we're good. The fuck was that? Something I had to take care of. I don't know. About what? I don't know. I think I'm going to talk about it in the podcast, but wedding stuff. No. The stuff we have to take care of. Don't worry about it. You guys are good. Jared, anything? <laughs> I, I don't think I'm going to have any more success prying in the info out. You having a baby? No, not having a baby. Hmm. Somebody oh, getting gonna... sued in school and you got to represent them? <laughs> nope. <laughs> mm. No. You say no to my hmm? No. Oh. <laughs> All right. Where did we leave off? Super Bowl? Super Bowl. Yeah. We said enough about the actual game. How about the halftime show? I thought it was great. I thought it was awesome. I love it. One of the best it. ones yeah. I've seen in Big a little fan. while. I like the weekend, so I enjoyed last year's, but um, I thought this is cool. better. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, got, I like I the weekend a, better as an artist, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I got, I got, I enjoyed the show. I, I got such a such a kick out of some of the memes though with Fifty Cent. Oh, it was, it was just great. fucking hysterical. Thick, thick boy. Um, yeah, because I I never saw the music video, so when he's like hanging upside down, it didn't it didn't hit me at all that that was what it once was like, like what he did and like when that originally came out. So I, until I started seeing the pictures, I didn't really put two and two together, but um yeah, he's, I wouldn't say he's fat. He's just a little puffier. It's chunk. He's yeah. He's yeah. chunk. Like he's definitely, that's, that's what I'm going like... to look like when I'm done with my bulk. <laughs> <laughs> How much you weigh now? Me? I yeah. do. My weight literally hasn't changed at all. I'm still 165 really? pounds. Yeah. Oh, 165. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Though. Yeah. I thought you were much lighter than that before. I was. Um, part of it was like gaining fat weight during the holidays, and I think I've turned a lot of that into muscle. Right? Okay. Well, I'm only 165. Yeah, 165 is pretty good for 
<laughs> yeah, five four. <laughs> yeah, I was so, a big fan of the halftime show, though. Definitely good. Enjoyed it. Favorite part or favorite act? Um, Doctor J, Doctor Dre pretending to be doing anything <laughs> with uh, the production screen or whatever, where he's clearly just turning knobs. Yeah, he just gave and- a bunch of fake knobs to play with. <laughs> oh, and. So this, they were definitely lip syncing some of them. I think, think Eminem so? was. I think so. Yeah, I think Eminem was definitely lip syncing. Why? Eminem might have been the only one because I I kind of thought that too. Yeah, but I don't think the other people were. Maybe not the other people. Like Eminem, I remember specifically just like watching him, and they like, like whenever they hold the the mic like so close to their mouth <laughs> that you can't see their mouth. It's like uh... yeah, and, and and people were like on social media we're talking about it and kept saying it's so like okay i think i think i might be onto something here but um yeah i just got to kick out of dr dre pretending to do things when he clearly was not doing anything at all um but yeah P- picturing jared, jared listen to listening to any of those songs by himself in the car alone just makes me laugh you know Why? what made me think of just like all the high school and middle school dances were those songs. Totally, were dude. That, that's on. when that was the peak of those songs. Yeah, I mean, those were definitely like maybe beginning of high school for you. Yeah, like beginning high school. That's what yeah. I think of when I think of middle school dance. <laughs> was that one well, of those? Songs? John was not no, one of those. John was like, <laughs> but the, the, the same genre, same era. Yeah, I mean, in in the club, that was yeah, oh, big, as big as big gets. That's when I was probably in middle school. I would guess. Everybody had their G unit uh, swag, a G unit yeah. shirt. Tyree's Bullock mom bought me a G full unit, um, suit. Bullock had yeah. one of those yeah, track full... suits. Yeah. <laughs> um, you took food I've, off I've... the table for a month by making her buy that fucking asshole. Hey, I didn't ask for it. Surprised my parents let me walk out the door with it. It was like a fucking <laughs> bright yellow sweatshirt, with like these big ass, like black and yellow jeans. Insane. <laughs> So oh, I felt pick. so legit when I was like with Tyree. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm one. I'm like, I'm in. I'm one of I'm, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. I'm in the club. In, um, the other thing I stood out to me, which I thought was hysterical, is at the very end when they were all standing up on stage and seeing how tiny Kendrick Lamar, Kendrick Lamar is. Yeah, he's a little guy. He's a little peanut <laughs> compared to those guys. You. Speaking of five four, <laughs> he sucked. I didn't like that song. Either. I don't think he sounded bad. Oh, he well, sounded bad. So I don't like that song. Why was he there? It He's seemed Compton. Like, it was it a Compton thing? Is that what it was? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Just, okay, because like, like Snoop every dogs like, from there, Doctor Dre's from there. I assume right. Mary J. Blige is. I mean, no, they cause, cause they not. they said it was like an East Coast West Coast thing because they said Mary J. Blige is from Brooklyn. Okay, and so is Fifty Cent. All oh. the songs are produced by Doctor Dre, but okay, like, okay. either like you know. Like Jared said, West Coast, East Coast. So a couple of them were from New York. Right. From it just he seemed out of place just because like every one of those individuals other than Kendrick Lamar, you would consider like outdated artists. Yeah. And Kendrick Lamar is like still putting out albums. He just seems like way younger than everybody there. Oh, he's so he just seemed younger. out of place. Maybe they were just like, who can we throw in for the Zoomers that Dr. Dre and everybody else respects? Who do you want next year for the Super Bowl halftime show, Adam? Doja Cat. <laughs> Jared? Janet Jackson's other boob. I was going to say Kodak Black. 
Oh, <laughs> they call me. Cody. I actually don't know. Uh, I don't know what, <laughs> yeah, what is it, Jared? <laughs> well, how did it go? They call me Kodak Black, but when they see me, I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember good. any of the other verses. <sighs> All right, what was the next thing we wanted to talk about? Because I smoke a lot of spice. Yes, I heard that. <laughs> Sound exactly oh, like Canada. <laughs> oh, that was it. Our was home it. and native land. Yeah, you know Canada's what? fucking crazy right now. All, all, all this crazy stuff between Canada and Australia and other places in the world. Damn, I'm proud to be an American, even though we bitch about America. <laughs> Glad to have a Bill of Rights and a uh, three three tiered government or whatever, yeah. whatever they call it. Oh, that's what. Uh... So I, that's why I texted like, you know, I, we don't need to like litigate, you know, I'm sure, you know, anyone could guess what, how we feel about, you know, the whole situation. But I, I did make me and it was kind of due to like breaking points. They talked about it a little. Um, Sagar actually talked about it, about Occupy. Uh, yes, I, in, I haven't gotten to that part yet. Back in 2011. And he was I like, remember Occupy Wall Street. We were there, dude. We, we were, were there. there. We were part yeah. of the movement. Those stinky ass people there. It was so yeah. gross. It just took over Wall Street and Times Square that day. Adam in that crowd, just nobody knowing that he's a Trump supporter. <laughs> that was that was pre-Trump. Oh yeah, that was that oh, was, was twenty eleven. Trump wasn't even in the radar. You've always that's been a you, Trump guy. That's when you were allowed to criticize the left without being anti-democracy. Actually, speaking of what Ty's saying, which is not true, but ever since Ty shared that song with us, the Kid Rock song, We the oh, People. I forgot all about that. I don't know why. And it gets me every time. But like when I start up my car and my Bluetooth hooks up to my like my phone hooks up to the car, it plays that song every time. Nah, I swear <laughs> to God, every single time. How? If, I don't know. I really don't know. Like, I, I should say, like, I would say, like, seventy percent of the time, it'll it'll put my podcast on. But then every now and then, like, just we the people, like, just every <laughs> blasting at six thirty in the morning on the street. I was and convinced I, I that was a parody song when I first heard it. I mean, like, because like, yeah, they played it on Kirk's show. Like mocking it, and I was like, "There's no way this is actually real." And I looked it up, and I was like, "Okay, yep, it's definitely real. It's on yeah. iTunes. Like his latest hit." I'm the sure more I've heard it, top, it's, top in the charts. Yeah, the more I've heard it, it's it's even like makes me, oh my god, like this is actually a song. I'm surprised they didn't fucking take it off of iTunes. Heard in my life, um, but yeah, so that just uh, Ty's comment just made me think of that. And just makes me so I, I was just thinking about how I let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Is that what he's does he say that? Yeah, that's that, that's oh like the crowd God. in the background, like the crowd um chanting, let's let's go, Brandon. Ty, you, you know, you kid rock for Joe. I don't I'm torn. I don't know. It's a toss-up. <laughs> did, did you yeah, know maybe. Kid Rock has a full scale recreation of the White House in his yard? Full size. That's true. True fact. When people go party at his house, he throws White House parties in a full size recreation of the White House. Can't be. Maybe that's where Biden. It's full. It's like, dude, twenty six hundred square feet, whatever, whatever the full size is on his ranch. He has a full size White House. The the White, like the entire White House. You talking about the Oval Office or the White House? 
I don't know. I've never been there. <laughs> no <laughs> idea what big, I'm talking about. There's a big difference between the two. Well, I'll, I'll Google it. I'll try and find square out. square feet, it's definitely not the White House. <laughs> How big do you think the White House is? Bigger than 2,600 <laughs> square feet. 10,000 square feet, dude? Is Kid Rock's. White Maybe House. that's where uh, Biden was doing all those uh, random. Okay, press dude. So I, I was off by a magnitude of ten. Kids Rock, <laughs> Kid Rock's White House is twenty-seven thousand square feet. Okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> he has White House parties in Nashville. No, it doesn't get more patriotic than that. I'll be in Nashville in June. I might have to check that out. Yeah, see if you can get an invite. Pretty badass. I wonder what songs gonna be playing in that in that place <laughs> in that party. <laughs> Right. So what I was trying to fucking say this entire time was I actually I would look at this and say I would I felt that way about the 2011 stuff little, little as I knew about it. And I also kind of felt a certain way about the, all the all these protests in 2020. And I think like watching all this happen and like watching what like that slippery slope can lead to as far as the government getting involved in like stopping protests. I was like, okay, I think I like had the wrong point of view when I was criticizing like people from Occupy being like, what are you fucking losers doing? Like just, you know, ruining people's lives on a day-to-day basis in that area, trashing the place or whatever. Right. Just not thinking at all about, like what they were trying to accomplish and what they were obviously had no fucking idea really back then, like what they were really trying to fight against. And even in 2020, while yes, like there is a difference when we're talking about like riots versus protests, but I don't know, even the protests, like I I think about my reaction to what happened with uh, like when Trump went out and did that Bible photo. Yeah. And how they like used force to push, you know, those people out of there and whatnot. My take was like, well, yeah, like that's that's perfectly okay. Like the president needs to get somewhere. You got to like move those motherfuckers out of the way. No, no, no. It's nuanced. But now I'm like, I don't know, man. Now, uh, now I feel kind of uncomfortable about that. Right. Like now I think it's like that's that's a step too far, in my opinion, for what the government should be doing to people who are peacefully protesting. I think it's a very mature thought of you, which is the, literally the opposite of how the left and the media are covering these protesters. It was okay for BLM to burn down buildings and literally yeah. occupy downtown Portland because it was something they supported. <laughs> it's since it's not something they support, they will literally do everything you, you they froze, can to you froze, yeah. Re- rewind, rewind like 30 seconds. Rewind, you, you froze like... It's all right. It's it's it wasn't that good of a comment. <laughs> I love that face. Is he frozen for you, Adam? He is still. Yeah. <laughs> That's you- fucking great. <laughs> it just it just caught up. It just caught up to where you are now, and it was just like and you fast-forwarding. Now it freezes again. Um, you yeah, guys keep off- freezing. You keep freezing. Um, but going off of what you said, Jared, like when I was hearing about like what was going on and hearing that like the government's actions, you know, against these truckers and all these other protesters and stuff, like I had to look up. I had to like just remind, I mean, not remind myself, I'm not going to lie and say like I know what Canada's 
citizens' rights are, like what their equivalent of a Bill of Rights is, which they don't really have, but they do have something that protects free speech and freedom of expression. And protesting rolls right under that. So it, it's just it's shocking to see a, a government going this far, like activating powers that have never been used before since they were added in 1988 or something like that to disrupt freedom of expression, something that's literally within their constitution that their citizens are supposed to have the right. And on breaking points, they were saying how like the last time Agreed. they used it was because like because like some like politician got kidnapped in Quebec and, or something like that. You know I mean, there was some like crazy, you know, scenario where they had to use that. And that was the last time they did. And that's vastly different from what we're talking about yeah. here. You know, like, but OK, I, I'm interested to get like your take on the somewhere in the middle of this, because. Like, even if it's peaceful, should you be able to, like, block a public roadway? No, <laughs> probably not. Right. And so like, I, where, where is that line drawn? Yeah. I mean, like, should you be able to protest outside of a government building? Absolutely. I don't know if you can disrupt the day-to-day lives of people going to and from work. You know, I, I, I don't know. That's a good point, Ty. Cause like we have to be, we have to be fair about this whole thing. Cause hearing that they're just blocking bridges with trucks and, and shit is, I mean, that's obviously that that's one step over this a protest. I don't think it's a protest anymore when it comes down to that. Like it's well, affecting the day-to-day lives of the citizens. And I think that's, I'm not really okay with that. Well, I'll disagree with you guys. I think that's what made it effective. If this was just a bunch of another round of people outside of the Capitol building with signs or, you know, whatever, it would have made the news cycle been talked about for a couple of days, maybe a week max. It's the fact that they made it impact everyday people's lives and made it so you couldn't ignore the story that made it an effective protest. I don't disagree with that. But my question is, what, you know, measures is the government allowed to take to move them out of the fucking road so that, you know, business can continue and people yeah. can continue to get a paycheck? Yeah, like what's th- th- there's got to be a line here, I, I yeah, guess, is what for I'm sure. saying. But I agree, obviously, Jared, like, like they're clearly making a, a spectacle of it and that's gaining attention. But is yeah, that 100 really percent right? Is that really the way they should be allowed to go about it? I don't know. I see both sides to it 100 percent right. Like if we were Canadians, we'd probably be like, fuck these guys, get the fuck out of the road. Like I gotta do something. Of course. But if but if people were literally even if we like, agreed with them, that's kind of my point. Yeah, but the other side of my point is. If this was something we felt so strongly against, not that we're big protesters, but we would totally support something like that as well, though, of saying like, I don't know, God forbid they put a federal um, vaccine passport into the U.S. or they try and put a third wave of lockdowns for the next variant or who knows what. Right. Like, I think you got to do something like that. Sometimes you got to ruffle some feathers. Okay, but you haven't answered my question. Where is the line? I don't know. I can't see it. It's invisible. Is the government al- <laughs> like is the government allowed to intervene if you're blocking a public roadway? Yeah. Okay, then we all agree all right. on that. So, 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 yeah. so ultimately what it comes down to is you we 
support protests of this nature in places where you're allowed to publicly gather. And I think for me more so, I don't support using federal executive power to freeze their assets. Correct. That's fucked up. That's that's one of the most fucked up things I've ever heard. That's a step too far in the other direction. And and literally to hunt down the GoFundMe donators and threaten them. Journalists are doing that, dude. So fucked. Journalists are doing that right now. I saw it. I saw it. Yeah. Like that's what they do to that. Like that's the same kind of strategy they take like with Kirk is they tried to take him down. They failed. So what they do is they just say, well, we're going to cut you out of the knees and we're going to go after your advertisers. Yep. Like this is the same thing. And like, okay, but we're not getting anywhere. So what's next? Oh, let's, let's get the data of all the people that donated and start shaming them and calling them out. Like I read a fucking thing from the Ottawa times, like a full expose of this woman naming her, her age or job, like talking about how, you know, it said, oh, she felt bad about it because she did, she thought it was a peaceful protest. And then it's the, the headline says, comma, she donated while the media was saying that these protests were volatile and violent. Like just trying to make her look like a bad person. Yeah. For no other reason than making her look like a bad person. Yeah. Like, so that combined with, like you said, freezing assets and like take just taking your license away forever, take seizing your vehicle, like under, you know, government ownership, like that shit's nuts. Yeah. That's fucking insane. Yeah, it is pretty wild. Like, see how it plays out. It'll never happen here. Thank God. I'm more curious. Like, how does it play out in the long run in, Canada, do they eventually get rid of the vax mandate, uh, vaccine passport? Eventually, they're going to they say there's no need. They for already it. are. Yeah, in certain provinces, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you wonder if the, the government will do it as well, the federal government. Like, dude, how at, least, at least how fucking silly is that? How do, how does the vaccine passport just all of a sudden go away? Because they knew there was no science in it at this point. I know, but like, didn't do anything. So they just did that for, I mean, like, is them not doing it anymore, admitting they were wrong, or did they just plan to always, like, let it go? I think a lot of these places are using it as a convenient way to get rid of the vaccine passports. Like I read, um, Boston is saying, like, we're a week or so away from the data suggesting we don't need our vaccine mandates anymore. So there's like, exactly, they're manufacturing a narrative to conveniently do the politically savvy thing now and say the science says we've Dude, reached this, which is BS. I, I can remember in, this was uh, maybe summer 2020. It was like when, no, maybe it was uh, spring of last year. It was whenever Cuomo was like really going through it. Like he was in his heyday. He was having these press conferences all the time. So that was 2020. Yeah, like 2020. Yeah. And I can remember us like playing a clip where they highlighted like transmission rates in like all these different places, right? And restaurants were 1%. Yeah. Yeah. That was in 2020. So are they going to tell us now that, oh, well, because the data shows that vaccinated people also spread it, now we're going to lift vaccine passports for things like restaurants? When we knew hardly any transmission was 
happening in those places to begin with. Well, we know it's, it's so never fucking... been about the science or the data, right? It's been about covering their own butt and control. I mean, I, I hopefully there are more people that feel like us out there, like that Michelle Wu Instagram story. I think maybe somewhat alluded to that. <laughs> right. being the, being that was incredible. Just getting totally roasted. And but, ignoring all the comments. Like, how, how are people not, like, when, when the vaccine passports go away, go turn around and go, wait, what? What the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah. if, if you're a restaurant, like, why did you just subject me to this? Right? You cut my clientele down, right, by whatever percent it is in a given, you know, state or whatever locality where that restaurant is of unvaccinated people. But ultimately, I have to tell people they can't come into my establishment I, that's revenue lost for me. And now all of a sudden you're just lifting it. I mean, so fucked up. We'll, 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 I'm sure we'll react to it when they come out and, you know, show whatever data you're talking about, but it's just so fucked to me. Yeah. You think there's pressure too, like from the fact that like established, like first world countries are all starting to kind of, like in Europe, like many countries are all starting to lift like the mask stuff. Yeah, like how are we and, behind like places like that? <laughs> right. right. And maybe that like, I mean, again, like you said, said Ty, I'm sure like I hope there's other people that think like us. I think there's uh, most people think like us. I, I don't know if they're all right. in Canada, but like eventually you start seeing that like, wait, like they're lifting all this stuff. They're coming back to normal. Why the hell are we 98% vaccinated or whatever the hell, whatever outrageous number in Canada. And we're still doing this stuff. It can't, it's not just truckers at this point. It's most of the, uh, I mean, a good portion of the population at the very least. Yeah. Did you guys see the thing today? Um, the San Francisco school board, uh, recall? Yeah, it was awesome. We've like talked that, about that's them. A, that's a, that's another example of like, right. People are, aware of what's going on even in a super liberal place like that and overwhelmingly are fed up with it it was like 90 something percent votes to recall it gives me hope yeah because we've always said we've always asked the 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 hypothetical like or the the question to think about is like oh is this going to continue how widespread does it get yeah et cetera et cetera and i mean it 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 definitely went mainstream to a certain degree and i think it will continue but that's more because the that's the media driven narrative and the loudest voices in the room, as opposed to the majority of the voices in the room. When you see stuff like that, it's ever, but will you still see local pushback then? Oh yeah, I think so. So why is it going to continue to happen? If there's going to be pushback at a local level for all this stuff? I mean, maybe not with the COVID regulation stuff, but like with some of the other school stuff, No, I'm talking like, yeah, like you know, critical race theory kind of. Yeah, kind of you mean the, the Democrats' messaging around that is still critical race theory, theory is not taught in schools. That's still their response to that. They're, yeah. They say that, that we're making this up. So okay, well, if they're making this up, you're just going to get crushed even more in the primaries. The fact they won't even acknowledge it's a concern of your constituents. Yeah, and hopefully no, they, you see. You know, I, I don't know how long that school board was you know, in place for, but it was probably last, at least last year that we talked about that story from San Fran. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, hopefully you see more of it where like at the end of the day, that's kind of the answer, right? You know, it's kind of like America. Like if, if those people want it, everybody, if a majority of the people in the community want it. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's how it should be. That's up to you guys. 
and democracy <laughs> if works. If they don't, right? Then you know, you use the fucking power of the vote to sound like Kyle Kalinsky. <laughs> Your boy, Kyle Kuklinski. Wild dude. You you must have been like wild shook when you found that I was real. Yeah, dude, I saw it and I was like, yeah, that's kind of fucked up. Like, <laughs> he's a married woman. I thought it. I thought the only explanation was it was photoshopped at first. No. No, dude, that was on their trip to Austin when they did Rogan. How do you know that? Someone had commented. Okay. And, and, when, and when did they do Rogan? Last summer. Wow. Didn't realize it was going on this long. So here's a question for you. So in any way, shape, or form, because they do a political like talk show together, is it wrong of her or them not to disclose that to their viewers i think it would be better if they like made a comment about it i'm not talking about breaking points because that doesn't matter no nothing to do with breaking points but yeah crystal and kyle Kyle do a show together i think to see if they acknowledge it on this week's episode i haven't listened forever but i've listened to a few actually some are really good yeah, I always enjoy it. I still donate to them, but I just forget about it. I, I just. <clears throat> I think you're just upset that, that Crystal is not the angel that we thought yeah, she was. It might be of, the yeah. underlying. I mean, <laughs> hey, listen, dude, because I like Kyle Kalinske, dude, but he is a fucking like. He's a, he's a weirdo, dude. He's like, a dweeb. I, but, so, yeah. but so is she. She's gorgeous, but clearly she is as well. I, I don't know, dude. Like he's. He's like all he talks about is like Adderall and like he says bro all the time and like yeah she, he I talks think, like redditors type yeah I don't know it's just like really Crystal like really yeah. it makes me think a little more about Crystal for sure Ty I definitely I had, give you yeah that. I had no idea her ex husband was super rich fifty million dollars right. she's got no idea. So that, that changes the narrative a little bit where she's like, I was so brave and went out on my own with breaking points. <laughs> you right. had 50 yeah. mil in the bank. This is her second divorce. Yeah, I guess I didn't hear. I didn't read that. I saw Ty said it. Yeah. And no, I was on her Wikipedia. I mean, so I mean, taking that for what it's worth. Yeah. If that's true, kids, like, like, who's this new daddy? I know, dude. <laughs> who's this new, dude, did you see his tattoos? Yeah, like oh a Metallica God, tattoo dude. or something. Yeah, that's like tattoos that like people get when they're eighteen. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> he he. When I see him, I think of like a man child. Yeah, yep, I exactly. think of like that's uh, what I was trying to describe. He's a man, a twenty-one, like a twenty-year-old or like an eighteen-year-old man child. Yeah, and Crystal is Crystal all over is that. like yeah, you know this smart, intelligent, beautiful woman. It's like what? I guess it's the same thing with like Pete Davidson. It's like. I'm I'm totally missing something here. Yeah, because I think, he, I think he literally looks like an asshole, like an actual <laughs> yeah. one. It's got that magic D, I guess. Still though, like, I, how can you look at a guy like Pete Davidson and want to do anything but punch him in the face? <laughs> he he's the captain of the butthole eyes. Team. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. He literally hey. looks like an asshole. My my biggest question, <laughs> literally. <laughs> Looks like two, two assholes. assholes. Two assholes. Guess, yeah. yeah. My, my biggest question is: Did this romance start in, before the show, right. and then they decided to say, "Let's do something together as a fun project," or 
did they just start strictly platonic and they just like hooked up one I night? I the latter. You think so? Like, what I want to know is like, they live in different states. No, he don't. lives in New York. She lives in Virginia. No. Does yeah, he? yeah. So he he would drive to D.C. once a week to film Crystal Kyle and Friends. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, I didn't clearly, that. clearly, that's not all he was doing. Yeah, that's why I was driving. I drive. <laughs> Dude, I, 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 yeah, exactly. <laughs> I drive fucking Miami every week. <laughs> it's funny because it's kind of like reaffirms like what I was thinking. Like every now and then, like I'm watching like the Breaking Points stuff, and like every now and then, a thought slips into my head, like, like Crystal and Sagar spent a lot of time together. Yeah, I wonder if they're doing anything. Sagar's like, not nah. very attractive, so... Like, nah, probably not. But now it's like, okay, well, maybe there is something here. Maybe she's, you know... You think she's, she's sleeping gonna... around with all of them? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, like the e- even Marshall? Marshall? Marshall. Marshall. No, not, no. It, it just made like, oh, maybe it's not that far-fetched to think that, like, two people yeah. podcast with each other four times a week or whatever the hell it is. Wow, Eventually, well, whatever, they spend a lot of time together. I mean, we aren't having sex together. Let's put it that way. No, boy. Not yeah. yet. <laughs> true. True. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't count. Uh, Austin, out Austin's yet. only a couple months away. You're going to be oh, driving boy. to Dallas once a week for some of that sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just I mean. I mean, I, I agree with Jared, like it definitely makes you like. Like they're saying, oh, we're going out on a limb. Like Sagar says it all the time. Like we're taking a that risk is here. Hysterical. I didn't think of this. that until you guys said it. And then, right? Like, well, you just divorced your husband, Crystal. That was worth fifty million, and you're gonna get half of that. So, yeah. So that so, makes you a multi, multi, so multi millionaire. Doesn't that make yeah. you an elite of some she's kind? She's an elite. I never thought about it that she's way. Elite dude. She, she's, she's got twenty five million in the bank. Fuck. Yeah, this is this is very disappointing on many levels. This is unraveling fast. <laughs> oh god, oh god, I'm gonna feel. I feel ill. Yeah. Ugh. All right. All right. We're, let, we're let's done sh- here. Change, we're done. Change the subject. Change the subject. Mask mandate. You still wearing them? As of right now, we are. It doesn't kick in until the fourth of March. But oh, but they made it official. Yeah. So so McKee made it official last week. Just wanted you guys um, to suffer for a couple more weeks. Just. <laughs> think about that science a little bit more yeah Yeah. enjoy Um, those while you have them because they're coming off on the fourth (laughs) so it started on february 11th for the state and i i was telling jerry like i went to the gym on it was the last friday and i walk in i'm just putting my mask on didn't even think anything of it didn't look around i sign in the guy's like at the front desk like you know you don't have to wear that anymore right and it's hitting me like oh my god today's the day Fucking ripped it off. I looked yeah. around. Like, yeah, it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. So that's been it in, was. in effect since Friday. And the school one starts on March 4th. However, it's up McKee being like super wishy-washy and not wanting to be the bad guy. He's left it up to the school districts to the side. So Providence has already said we're keeping the masks. Jesus Christ. So... What's their explanation? Why? Stop the spread. Well, I would say that, yeah, stop That's the all spread. all they need to say. The only thing that I would think that they would have in their pocket, I'm not saying this is legitimate, <laughs> but when you looked at a map of the cases in Rhode Island, where were the cases? The people they were, were in, most dense in Providence. They were in Providence. Yeah. So 
that's my only thinking that, that my only yeah, I mean, you'd see that anywhere. think of you, you would. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not saying it's a good reason, but that's the only thing I can think of. But so now and, and, I would wait, hold it. on, hold on. Right. Before you finish that thought. There, all the most populated places, right, are where COVID spreads the most. They all have mask mandates and they've all had mask mandates for you're what, right. Two years, three years. Like I said, I'm not like saying how much does it actually a, do? Right. I'm not saying it's a legitimate reason. I'm just trying to get inside their head. Like, why yeah. would they? Because they're how, how can they justify this? Right. Um, so it, it's up in the air as far as what's going to happen with us. I would imagine because the, the vast majority of people I work with are pumped about this. It, it, there's tons, like we said, there's tons of data if they choose to look at it that shows that the cases aren't spreading in the schools. Kids aren't getting sick. And even if they do get it, they don't even know they have it only if they're tested. Um, adults aren't getting sick. And if they are, they're not getting it from the schools. So there really isn't any legitimate reason. What else is there to, to say? To keep the masks. There isn't. There isn't. But the, the fact that each superintendent has has the autonomy here, it worries me a little bit. But I, I think most are going to just say, fuck it. We're just getting rid of the mask. We're just going to go along with the rest of society. There's definitely like a sect of the population who's like, for whatever reason, just like so willing to just be like, oh, well, why get rid of them? Like, yeah, you know, like, let's just it, it, let's just have them just, you know, just to have them. And right. Just in case. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so, OK, so you just want to indefinitely have a fucking bag over your face, you know, to the end of time in, in a school. Yeah. And I'm sure it, there's it'll plenty be, of people that would love that. I really do. It'll be interesting to see, like, how long the schools that are keeping the mask, how long do they get away with that for before people just lose it? Like, will it be until next year? Next year, they're like, okay, back to normal. That'll be very interesting. Dude, if, if, if it's into like May and they're still doing this, I think they're going to get a lot of pushback. I'm sure. Mo. You know, when, when, when rest of society or let the rest of the state is like, yeah, don't, it's going to be like summer last year. We don't have to worry about masks at all. Yeah. Yes, Tyler. Dating slash life update. A lot going on in Mo's life these days. Ooh. Nomadic Mo. I'm not hard to believe. <laughs> not really. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I'll give you a life slash dating update. Thank so you. I That's get... exactly what I asked for. <laughs> <laughs> I just changed life and dating in backwards <laughs> order for no reason. Um, so I, I guess to start with dating. So been going out on some dates with this girl, Meg, for the last month. A month or so, I'm out, I think four times so far. Um, it's been it's been good. It's been interesting. So super cool, ton in common. Definitely enjoy spending Is this time a with her. Van life check. Yeah, yeah. The girl who brought up van life the first time we went out. Um, I don't know if I'm. You had to tuck it into his waistband. I was gonna say <laughs> no, six, no. Six to midnight. Yeah. I'll I'll leave I'll say this so like I've certainly enjoyed spending time with her and getting to know her. She's not my usual type when it comes to like looks and physical attractiveness. So I don't know if I'm like fully all in on like more than friends. Um, <laughs> so that's a start. So kind of <laughs> my thought process, and then I I was totally like transparent with her. We hung out Monday. Just talk to Emma, dude. Like, she went through the same thing. 
she somehow fell in love with this mongoloid. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So <laughs> she can help, you know, guide you anything yeah. as possible. So how to, we how to cope with it. We were hanging out Monday. Um, we were talking about like, All right, when, when can we get together later this week? And we both had something to go on like every day this week. And it's like, okay, how about this weekend? She's away this weekend. I'm traveling next week for work. She's oh, away the boy. week after that. I'm in Mexico for three weeks after that. Oh boy! So well. I was, was kind of just like, all right, well, let's leave it at this. Like, I really like hanging out with you. Would totally be down to continue to get to know you. Let's just stay in touch and kind of see where it goes. Like, no pressure. So that, that that's kind of where things are now. <laughs> so but, that was fun. It's over. Yeah. Which is fine. And like I said, she's yeah. cool. Like, am I trying to like? I mean, that's just horrible timing, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if this exa- was like exactly. two months from now, you don't have anything else going on. You're not like going to Maybe Oaxaca. We'll, we'll see each other like one time between now and me leaving in Mexico. There's like a day we're both free. But other than that, it's going to be literally a month and a half without like seeing each other in person, which here's is fine. A, so here's a question for you. Yeah. So if you just happen to meet a chick that, you were like, wow, man, she is the complete package. Like, think she's hot. She's cool. Like, wants to live in a van. <laughs> like, you guys are just, like, really hitting it off. Like, having a great time and five dates. Do you not go to Mexico for a month? No. I would still go to Mexico for the month, but I would, I would either make like way more of an effort of like to stay in touch while I'm in Mexico. Like FaceTime. Want, that's not going to work though. It's, it's pretty much like it, it's, it's all, it's either you go to Mexico or you give up on, you know, or you, you know, go, go with the girl that you think you're going to classic tie just going to the super well, the, extreme. The, the other thing I was going to say was if it was like, if I was totally feeling it. I would just invite her to Mexico to come visit. Like, that hey, might, come, that come, might come end that. it right there, though. Maybe she's like, "Wow, this dude's kind of weird." Like now, I'm getting super creepy vibes. Like, I mean, I, I we could, haven't I known each other that casually long. And just be like, "Hey, like if you want to come visit, I'd be totally down. It'd be fun, but no Did pressure." You say that to like, this chick? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. <laughs> we have our answer now. No, this one. My thought process throughout was like, all right. Not a huge spark. And I heard this analogy on a uh, dating Instagram page. Don't go for the spark. Go for you the follow slow burn. Wait, 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 Instagram yeah. page. Back up. Back up. Yeah, it's it's this chick on Instagram. It's called like Dating by Blaine. And she just like talks about dating. So, like no way. Post Instagram okay, stories well, and stuff. I know what we're going to be doing next next episode. <laughs> I'm just going to be playing <laughs> I don't, I don't think that's there. weird. Um. But the saying was like, don't go for the spark, go for the slow burn. And I'm still rubbing some sticks together, Christ. seeing if any kindling's going to light. Uh, I, don't really, I don't think anything's lighting yet. Have you seen a spark yet either? Yeah, there's been, some, there's been a few sparks, but nothing's lit. <laughs> yeah. So the exciting part about my life, though, is that in oh, okay. a little over two weeks... Moe's beginning his digital nomad experience, an experiment to see how I like moving somewhere warm and exploring and working remote and being an adventurer again. I'm excited. I'm good. I'm excited. I'm practicing my Espanol. Yeah, I've been doing Duolingo or Duolingo, whatever it's called. Duolingo. Yeah. Duolingo. Um, Excited. 
starting to kind of get a feel for what I want to do when I'm out there. I think I'm going to, I get it on a Monday. I'm going to take like the first probably three days off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, kind of get situated, um, find a co-working space, find a gym, like all that type of stuff. And then probably just take like long weekends. The other three weeks that I'm there, I'm there a little less than four weeks. So that way Hold I can ha- do like I a couple. A, I have a very important question. I've been meaning to ask you since you said you were doing this. Yeah. Are you bringing the mic? I can. I, yeah, I can bring the mic. It's not worst case. I can do it with my AirPods, but yeah, I can bring the mic. That was that wasn't a very so. W- would you have not have brought the mic if tied it? <laughs> it wouldn't. It that? wouldn't have crossed my mind. No, it wouldn't have crossed my mind. I mean, that'd be cool. We're gonna we'll get updates from the live from the ground. That would actually be yeah. very cool. Yeah, yeah. we can do like I'm, a whole cool episode about your travels. <laughs> Mo gets I'll be trapped in, in a time zone. civil war in Mexico. <laughs> Bullets <laughs> flying by him. <laughs> a cartel. Yeah. Yeah. So I am. Uh, I'm excited. Definitely doesn't seem real. Any trips, um, any mini trips planned for the long weekends? So I haven't like mapped out where I want to go each weekend yet. But yeah, I've started to look at like there's some awesome hikes that are in because it's in the mountains. It's not super close to beaches. So there's some awesome hikes in the area, some hot springs. Um, there is a really, really famous beach area that's like a six hour drive away. So maybe do like a four day weekend and make it worth going out there to Puerto Escondido. Um, so I have some ideas. I haven't planned out the full itinerary yet, but so I'm, I'm also be... like, you and your thoughts for three I hope, to, Phil- I, I hope to meet some all over again. I hope to meet some people at the co-working space or like other travelers. Oh, it's an actual co-working there. like office. Yeah. So it's meant for like expats. There's like co-working nice. kind of like in Bali, like cafes you join yeah. and they have like hangouts and stuff like that. That's cool. Um, and for like the tours, like I would consider doing like a group tour. Like if it's just going to be me, mine as well. Right. To yeah. Do a group tour and who knows, maybe meet some people that way. You and a bunch but of gringos. We need a bunch of gringos. But honestly, like I'm just as excited to just kind of have the change of scenery and like have a little bit of, like normal routine there as well. To like finish up a work day, just like close the laptop, go walk to like a Mexican restaurant to like a Mezcaleria or something like that. Like that'll be a cool experience. Absolutely. Any churro I can't believe Tom down didn't there? fucking do it with you, dude. Like that was such a no brainer. Yeah. He, he, he was like mid-move and his kind of plans were up in the air. So I get it. What but the fuck does that mean? I don't think he, he would have done he, either way. Right. I think I could have strong-armed him, but he was concerned. He'd have <laughs> could, to be mo- mo- could have strong-armed him into fucking living in Mexico for three weeks. I, I think he was concerned he was having to move into an apartment in February and like move, come up with all that money, etc. But he didn't. So Nice. So it'll be uh, interesting. Of course, I'll check in for live from Oaxaca. And uh, at the end, I'll reflect on my experience here and see, is the digital nomad life for Mo? Yeah, if we think that's you know good content, maybe. <laughs> if not, <laughs> I'll t- tell somebody else. All right. Are you going to reopen Nomad Mo? Um, probably not. Oh. Maybe I'll post on Instagram a little bit more, but probably not going to start a blog. You ready? Oh. Yeah. There you go. All right. So, did the rules that I explained make make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll how just... do we keep track of points? Uh, I don't know. Adam, you're responsible. All right, I'm on it. So, points is how many questions somebody gets right. Yeah, just a point a question, I guess. Like I and... said, if someone gets it wrong, you can steal it. Okay. 
So, so like so I'll wait. ask a question to you, right? If you don't know the answer, Adam has an opportunity to answer that question if he knows it. Oh, I thought we were each going to get asked each question. How would that work? We would both give an answer. That's what I thought as well. Okay. We can do it that way. That way we get to ask more questions or answer okay. more questions. And if it's like multiple it choice, if the first person answers it wrong, then the second person is going to get a really good chance of getting it right. <laughs> right. Or, or let, let's, let's do this. Each person gives their answer, and then you say if the answers were right or wrong. So you don't know if the other person got it right or wrong. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Yep. yep. That's how we'll do it. All right. Um, who wants to start first? I'll Doesn't go. matter. I'll throw okay. one out there. All right. Um, there's a theme to my questions. You're going to pick it up very quickly. Um, all right. So for the listeners, the, the theme of this trivia was sports and pop culture from like the 2000s to now, like right. early 2000s to now. Okay, cool. All right. So here we go. Question is, out of these quarterbacks – Oh, wait. No, that's the wrong one. <laughs> Great start. Oh, no, no, I got it. Here we go. Out of these quarterbacks, who Nazis rushed for were the- very good at <laughs> what? <laughs> Out of these quarterbacks, this is 2002. Who rushed for the most touchdowns in the season? So your options are Michael Vick, Peyton Manning, Charlie Fry, and Donovan McNabb. What year? Uh, 2002. Name them again. Michael Vick, Peyton Manning, Charlie Fry, Donovan McNabb. I feel like it can't be Vick because that'd be too easy of an answer. So it's got to be one of the other guys. Careful letting your mind (laughs) ramble. Yeah, maybe keep those in your head and just answer. Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to go McNabb. Okay. I was going to go McNabb as well. You are both incorrect. The answer is Peyton Manning. Fuck. Really? How many he did actually, he have? I wouldn't have guessed. He had four that. rushing touchdowns that year. Wow. Yeah. Is that before I, that, he was geriatric? I guess, yeah. So that, that surprised me too. Go ahead, Mom. Right, so now, is Adam going to do all of his or are we going to take turns? No, I'll just, what do you we'll just do? rotate. Okay. Want me to go next? Yep. Go for it. Which one do I want to start with? I'll start with this one. I think this is good. All right. Um, So a lot of mine is about like random people who played quarterback in the NFL. (laughs) So we got a very diverse set of questions here so far. Unbelievable. In um, it was what 2008. What was the year Tom Brady tore his ACL? Jesus Christ! Is this part of the question? Don't you ever (laughs) read? I, I didn't write down the year. You guys know the year Tom Brady tore his ACL. Yeah, it was 2009. 2009. The, the quarterback who came in and played for him and um, played well enough to have a long NFL career was Matt Castle. What were the other starting quarterbacks in the AFC East that season? Oh. Jesus Christ. Um, 2009. Ryan Fitzpatrick, one of them? You got to give all three as your answer yeah, together. Yeah, right. All right. So and I'm um, not going to give you a yes or no until each of you go. All right. It's all, it's all or nothing. No partial points. Okay. So I'm going the Bills. It was Fitzpatrick. Um, I'm going Mark Sanchez for the Jets. 
Yep. And for the Dolphins, this is a random shot. I'm going, oh, hmm. 2009 Cleo Lemon so, so it was it was 2008 you guys were off by a year if that helps I'm still, was I'm still sticking with those yeah. so Ryan Fitzpatrick Mark Sanchez and, and I'm going with Chad Pennington and the Dolphins I'm going okay. with Cleo Lemon so Ty got one right Adam got none right oh, so how Chad we both Penning- got Chad- no I I had how to how did you had Pennington, I guess. Yeah, I guess, Chad too. Pennington was with the Dolphins. Yeah, but we both might... had Sanchez on the Jets. Um, Fitzpatrick. That was the, the one Bills. you got correct. No, that was not. Those are both wrong. The yeah. only one you got right was Chad Pennington. On the Dolphins? Yeah. Holy shit. The Bills was Trent Edwards, and I would have accepted J.P. Lozman. He started the last two games. Okay. And the Jets, Brett Favre. Everybody forgot oh, about the Favre, oh, man. shit. Was he the man. starter in 2009 as well? Um, I don't know. Probably. Yeah. All right. But uh, uh, as a – can I give a bonus redemption follow-up <laughs> to that? Sure. I got, I got bonuses for all my questions. Oh, okay. First. How so many So you really games? just came up with 12 questions. <laughs> At least 12. <laughs> no wonder he was so psyched for this. On the topic of Matt Castle. How many games did Matthew Castle start as a college football player in his college career? Zero. Zero. Final answers? Yes. Yeah. Trick question. No, he started one game at H-back. That's why I said football player and not quarterback. Oh, never would have gotten that. I only knew because I Googled it. But (laughs) Awesome trivia question that you knew for a fact nobody was going to know. Wait, so... I said your bonus. Thing. So does 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 Ty get points? No, no points for that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is oh, harsh. So I have all, right. all three to get points. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All okay. Get points. All right, Ty, you're up. Um. Okay. So mine are not multiple choice. So, uh, first question I'm gonna go with is which movie had the highest box office collections in the 2000s? Mm. 2000s. Um, you say you said movies. So that's 2000. So which, which movie? Correct. Which movie had the highest box office collections in the 2000s? I'm gonna say Lord of the Rings. <laughs> is that a movie or is that a trilogy? Well, Lord of the Rings is a movie. Which one? <laughs> um. Return of the King. I don't know. I'm just throwing a random one out there. I'll go Avatar. Jared is correct. Avatar. All right. One point for Mo. Nice. Yeah, I forgot. That's James Cameron, right? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. One of my biggest regrets in life. I never saw it in the theater. People said it was crazy. Oh, really? Yeah, I only saw it on Blu-ray once it came out. It It was amazing in theaters. Okay, um, this is not a multiple choice question. Which quarterback led the league in passing touchdowns during the 2014 season? Say that again. Which quarterback led the league in passing touchdowns during the 2014 season? Can you give us a hint? Who won the Super Bowl that year? All those years blend together in my head. Uh, 2014, who won that year? That was us, I think. 
probably I'm against well, the Seahawks. Yeah, that sounds about right. I don't know for sure. Yes. I, I'm, not, I'm not looking I'm, it up, but I, I think it was. Um, I'm going with Peyton Manning. No, no, sorry, no, no. I'm going with. You and Aaron Rodgers. You're going Peyton Manning. Yeah. I know it's right, not both, right, but. Both of you are wrong. It was Andrew Luck. Mm. Jesus, really? Andrew Luck had 40, ones, dude. 40 touchdowns. What a that's travesty. The, he well, that's why I, I, I did multiple choice for for the others, just because I want to give like you guys a chance to get it right. But that was a tough one. All right. Um Okay. I was gonna like a book of questions to sit I do. Through. Um I really wrote down like two or three questions for each topic, so I gotta narrow it down here. Love dead air. At least we All have right. the music in the background. It's clutch. Trader Danny is the name of this topic. Ooh, Celtics. Antoine Walker was involved in a Celtics trade two times. One time trading him away and a brief two years later trading for him to come back. Can you name two players combined in either trade combined? Trading for him or trading him away? Can you name two players we either got back or gave up to get him? Can you tell me the year? Like the Um, years in which that happened? Yeah, let me pull it up. Two thousand three. So it's two thousand three and two thousand five. Mm-hmm. He played two years um, with Dallas. I honestly have no fucking idea. Um, that's too early. Celtics for me. Wally Zerbiak and <sighs> I love the trivia background music. <laughs> And Sebastian Telfair. I don't know. Just throwing him out there. Oh, pretty good guesses. Yeah, we'll see. Not nothing from you, Ty. I got nothing. I doesn't. I. I don't. I don't know anybody from that team. or don't remember anybody from that. Um. Team. So now you guys didn't get either of them. The trade where we <laughs> traded him uh, away to Dallas got Rafe Lafrentz and Yuri Welsh. <laughs> you remember those guys? No, yep. I remember Welsh. I don't I remember any too. of those guys. And, and when we traded back. For and we gave up Gary Payton. We had the glove that year. All right. I remember Tom Gugliota and Michael Stewart. Awesome question. You being sarcastic? Yep. Now, I feel like that was a good one. I, it wasn't. It's I fucking like near it's, impossible, dude. Yeah. Are, they, are there all your questions this specific? Yeah. Oh my god. All right. I feel like Ty go. Okay. That's the point of trivia. Specific right. things. You gotta give us. I, I came up with a question. I think you guys have like a, a fighter's chance. I thought you would have right. been able to get that one. I only asked for two guys out of what seven. Yeah, yeah two thousand three we was twenty 13. years ago. <laughs> I I knew the answer to that one. I'm sure you. All did. right. In which year did Apple release its first ever iPhone smartphone? Oh. Um. I'm going to say 2000, 
I think that's pretty good guess. Um, I'll say 2007. Jared is correct. Wow. I, I knew it was somewhere around there. That was just a guess. Jared's got All two right. points. Two to nil. I don't have any. No. No. Well, <laughs> no. You, no, we don't have any. We're not doing so hot, Ty. Um, all right, here we go. Here's a pop culture one. All right. In 2014, what was the most watched television program in America? And since 2014? I want 2014. And since I want someone to get it right, I made it multiple choice. All right. Okay. We have The Walking Dead, Sunday Night Football, Big Bang Theory, and Blue Bloods. Mm, 2014? Yes. I'm going to say uh, Big Bang. I'm going to say Walking Dead. Big Bang Theory is the correct oh, answer. Oh, nice, Ty. That's sad. I hate that show. I yeah. It, I, I, when, I, when I looked up that stat, it was very sad. It was very discouraging to see that that show was that popular. But I looked up like other like three or four other years, and Sunday Night Football was either number one or like in the top three, which is kind of funny with a, for something that's not on year-round. Yeah. All right. Um, this one, I think you guys know the answer to. It's called Surprising Stops. You have a name for you each one? <laughs> yep, dude. Oh, my. This kid didn't do a fucking ounce of work all day. He's just sitting there fucking <laughs> no, crafting his trivia. He this is at 3.50. I did this all literally like while I was on the Stairmaster. Um, Donovan McNabb. Working former, his ass off in the gym. <laughs> and, and NFL, NFL quarterback, mostly known for his career with the Philadelphia order? Eagles. Donovan McNabb. Okay. And NFL quarterback, known for his career with the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, ended his career playing with two other teams in his stat book. What two other teams did Donovan McNabb play for in his NFL career? The Redskins, um, Dolphins. Yeah, and... I think definitely Redskins. Redskins and so your guess is Dolphins? I'm going to say Dolphins. Redskins and um hmm Redskins and the Browns. I'm going to give you guys each a half point. The Redskins was correct. All right. One more try or just tell you the other one? Um, um, Let's think about it. Um, Fuck. Donovan McNabb. Where the fuck else did he play? It was very short-lived. I just picture him, like, getting his, getting his role on. Like, just doing oh, his stupid Oh, I fucking know. It's the dance. Vikings. Yes, the Vikings. Ah. Yeah. yeah. As soon as he did that, I was like, God yeah, damn it. I remember seeing <laughs> Do I get a full point? I think you deserve a full point there. All right, we'll give you, we'll give you a full point. Adam gets a half Boom. point. Boom. All right. Point right. five. So you let's round, see. If you here. round up, that's one. So <laughs> kind of like that. All right. So th- this is a this is kind of an easy one, but we'll, we'll we'll give you this one. So in 2012, blank came onto the scene after leading the next to five straight wins. Oh, Jeremy Lin. Yeah, I'd say Jeremy Lin. Correct. Uh, weren't we at Foxwoods when Jeremy Lin? Insanity was happening. 
Maybe. I remember, I, remember I, I, was, I was in a hotel somewhere watching one of those games. I was at your place in Gansett watching one of the games when I was staying over there for uh, volleyball. Really? And like it had one of the games happened beyond. It was like a couple games into his streak. He was just lighting up the league. For, that, that was, was fun. That was fun for, for, a, for a bonus point. You have to say it first. What was the name that they gave him? Linsanity. One more time. Linsanity. <laughs> Who was first? No points. Exact tie. Oh, exact tie. I think oh, I was no. first. I think I, think I, was, I was first. One more time. Adam you... definitely was Let's first. Oh, yeah. Adam gets it. Adam gets it. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> All right, no points. points. No points. Oh. So I'm still one and a half. All right. What am I at? Two? Jared is at two. Ty's at? at two. And I'm at one and a half. Okay. Okay. All right. So um, let's see. All right, here we go. This one is college football related. All right. I don't, need, I, don't know, I don't know if we need to know that before you ask the question. Well, I'm telling you anyway. From the year <laughs> 2000 to present day, Alabama and Oklahoma led all of college football with four Heisman Trophy winners. Which school is tied with USC for the second most Heisman Trophy winners in that time span? Can you tell me what, what um, second like total was? How many? USC had two. And Oklahoma had? Oklahoma and Alabama each had four. So there's another team tied with USC also has two. Which team? I know. Hold on. I think don't, I know. Don't, just don't say it yet because I'm not. Yeah, yeah, all right. It's going to be hard for me to guess. Think about it first. Um... I don't know. I know. I think I know. Ohio, Ohio State. I'm going to go with Florida. Both of you are incorrect. Fuck. Jesus. I don't know. College the answer is Florida State. Really? Tebow didn't have two Heismans? No. He only won one? Well, he's, but he's only one Heisman win. Like, he's one person. I'm talking about two. Like, Boom, two lame. actual wins. Who won All for right. Florida State? Well, I'm going to say I'll get award a point if you guys can name. Well, the, the two quarterbacks, the two quarterbacks. So really just the one quarterback you can't think of. I'll give you another hint. How long ago was it? It was in the year 2000. Oh, shit. And he played for Carolina. Chris, Chris Winkie. Winkie. Oh! Uh, Ty was definitely first. I said Chris, so he said Winky. <laughs> no, he was no, not no, first. No. I said Chris Winky. I said the whole I name. I said Chris, and he goes no, you Winky. Went, no, no, this I dramatically this what you said did. that slowly. <laughs> yeah, I was Chris. doing it dramatically. And I went, Chris Winky. Bullshit. You could, you could have said, like, Chris Wallace for all I know. I don't know. Actually, but Ty did actually say the full name first. I mean, there's no doubt. That's what you get for showboating. I guess so. Right, I'll give you a, or we'll do a half point for that. <laughs> okay. All right. So the rules keep changing. That's fine. The rules are, <laughs> rules are very fluid. completely discretionary and how many points we give. All right. Um, I got both of these are kind of hard, but. Unbelievable. Uh, I'm going to go with this one. There's two baseball players that come to mind that were 
for uh, um played drafted and played professional baseball this is in the last 10 years um and went on to be first round nfl draft picks so they played professional baseball after being drafted and like then in the later, major leagues not in the minor leagues one was in the majors one was in the minors um and went on to be nfl first round picks the following year can you name those players what's the time span we're talking about Last 10 years, not long ago. Oh, last 10 years. Um, Shaq Thompson and... Played professionally. Fuck. I know one of them, Shaq Thompson. But I can't think of the other one. Is that one of them, Jared? I mean, I wasn't going to guess that, so... That is one of them. Yep. Wow. Yeah, he's I'm, I'm gonna make sure the other one actually was a first round pick. I think he was. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he's a sixth round pick. He got cut immediately. I mean, Shaq Thompson was definitely a first round pick. Um Unbelievable. This other one was not a first round pick. I Unbelievable. Lied. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna guess that one. Yeah, so, no. Shaq Adam Thompson gets, definitely. Adam gets a point then. All um, right. Je- Jeff Samarja was the other one I was thinking of. Remember oh, Jeff Samarja? Notre Dame. Yeah, dude. He was oh. a beast at Notre Dame. But dude, him, and Brady, him and Brady. Qu- oh, that's, that's a good one. Oh. Yeah. Oh. He, he was I think awesome. still in the big leagues. Yeah, he's a, he was on the Cubs at one point, wasn't he? He's bounced around a ton. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So, what's the, what's the, can we get a points update? Uh, Ty and I are tied for two and a half, and Jared has two. I thought I got a half for the winky point also. No. Oh, no, no, no. You got a, no, you got a half point for that. You know, you did. I, I did say that. So we're all tied at two and a half. Ooh, spicy. <laughs> I think I'm Adam's just that. cooking the fucking books. Over there. <laughs> no. I, He's not even this, writing anything down. I actually am actually typing it on my notes. All right. So th- this one's actually going to be pretty fucking hard. You got to, you don't have to think about it for a second. But uh, so what are the two states in the U.S.? that have not yet sent a team to the NCAA. Like March Madness? Nope. Um, in, in any, in like, yeah, yes, I think that's what, I think that's what it's, it's yeah, NCAA. Yeah, because every, every state has colleges that play NCAA sports. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Hawaii and uh, Hawaii and um, Hawaii and Maine. Those are my guesses. I'm going to go Idaho and North Dakota. No, South Dakota. South Dakota. Idaho and South Dakota. Okay, you're wrong. And Adam gets a half a point for Maine. Yes. Which Maine one was never it? Never made the March Madness tournament? Nope. And neither oh. has a lot and neither has Alaska. They never oh, sent the team to the NCAA. Oh my god, that should have been easy. Fuck. So somebody from Idaho made the oh, March Madness tournament. Well, they we get the Idaho Idaho Vandals. Like they're a somewhat relevant NCAA team. Never heard of them. They're in like the pack. No, they're in like the whack. I think they're in the whack. Whack. 
Mo, how do we not think of Alaska of all fucking states? I, I, I think I it's too, too close-minded. I think so. So Adam's, Adam's got the lead. All right, here we go. Ready? Football. What is this, round five? <laughs> I'm not keeping... Were we doing half uh, points? Yeah, I don't I think even we know. We have one, two... I've read three two questions. Left. We have two left. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, all right. In 2007, two receivers tied for most receptions in a season with 112. One was Wes Welker with the Patriots. Who was the other receiver? Can you guys get choices here? Larry Fitzgerald. Do you want to hear the choices first? No, because I think I'm right. All right. Jason Witten, TJ Husmanzada, Randy Moss, and Reggie Wayne. Oh, shit. <laughs> Which is why I said, do you really want to do that right away? So Ty's wrong. He doesn't get a so chance Ty's, to answer. Yeah, right? Ty's wrong. Yes, that's All my right. guess. Yeah. All right, Mo, um, follow you. So you said Reggie Wayne, Hoosh, Witten. Who is the other one? Jason. Uh, so Witten, Husmanzada, Randy Moss, Reggie Wayne. I would have to go Reggie Wayne. That is incorrect. Really? TJ Hushmanzada. Really? Yep. Wow. I wouldn't. I, that. I had to double check that myself when I looked it up. Yeah, him and him and uh, Wes Welker, 112 receptions. Incredible. All right, so no points there. All right, I got to look up what year mine was in. I didn't write down any oh years. Oh, my God. All right, Ty, Ty, why don't you go? No, it'll take two seconds. I get it up now. I get it up now. No, I don't. That's that's college. <laughs> <laughs> All right, got it. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Um, yep, got it. In 2005, the San Francisco 49ers started four quarterbacks. What year is this? 2005. Okay. After Alex Smith got hurt, so he was one of the four, and their backup got hurt, there was two other quarterbacks who started games that year. Both are famous for, for very specific things in their career. One of them is famous for being the other quarterback the Patriots were considering drafting instead of Tom Brady at pick 199. He was drafted in that draft. The other one is famous for kick or kick and punt. Coverage. I'm going to time this question afterwards. Jesus. I'm just trying to really help you guys. So you get it. So the okay. other one is famous for, he was covering kicks and punts on special teams in games. He was starting at quarterback because he was just a tough ass bastard. Can you name, nope. do you guys have any, do you have any idea? No. Should I say um, name one or name both? I'm going to name. I think I, I'm not, I don't think I know it, but Jeff Garcia, is he one of them? Nope. No. No. Name, name, name one. Who Think about it. who else was drafted. <laughs> we can't. We don't fucking know. <laughs> Didn't you watch that 30 for 30 called like the Brady yeah, Six or whatever? Yeah, but I don't remember what their names were. The only name that matters in that is Tom fucking Brady. All right. So no more guesses. Yeah, no, just tell us. Again, this is like expert level fucking <laughs> insider I knew, football I knew this knowledge. off the top of my head. Um, Tim Rattay was the one drafted that the Patriots were considering right. drafting recognize, over Brady. I recognize that name at least, but and everyone guessed it. Quarterback who started after covering kicks was Cody Pickett. Remember Cody Pickett? No, I do, dude, because I just remember being like all they talked about, like you would have Sunday known night football that game. If we asked you on the spot, 
I this is exactly context, but I, I knew it was Cody Pickett and Tim Rattay. I didn't know it was like four this quarterbacks. Is, this is exactly what I was afraid of with Trivia. This is exactly what I said at the beginning of the episode. I, just, I vividly remember them being like, look at this tough bastard. He's covering kicks and then playing quarterback. <laughs> look at this okay. tough bastard. All right, which, which actor recorded the second instance of posthumously winning an Oscar? Wait. What I think I repeat know. that. Which actor recorded the second instance of posthumously winning an Oscar? The second instance of posthumous. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Do you not know the English language? What is that? The second. So instance is like, you know, when I know what happens. that means. Okay. okay. Yes. Wait, but what did you say, Adam? You that, did not that, say instance. It, I said no. Yeah, preposterous. You didn't know what instance meant. <laughs> No, I, it sounds like you're reading like the title of like a movie. <laughs> Say one more time. Yeah, one one which, more time slowly. Which nice and slow. Actor. Yep. Recorded the second instance. Okay. Of posthumously winning an Oscar. What's the word you said with Question a P? Mark. <laughs> You can't explain you don't know. what the word means. He's got to know what this means. Yeah. Posthumously? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> what is that? Honestly, I'm not going to probably guess well, it, but. Well, we'll tell you after you guess. Just guess I somebody. Have, I have no context of what you're asking me, so I don't know. Um, Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to go with Heath Ledger. <laughs> can someone crying. type the can someone type the word dude. out for me? What, what's the word again, Adam? No, you say it because clearly I'm not saying it right. What, yeah, what you're is, saying you it right? Say. You just don't know what it means. Posthumously? What the? Fuck? <laughs> no, no, never mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm hearing. That. That's what okay. I'm so I'll spell it and I'll see if, if you know what it means. Oh, my face. Type hurts. it in the chat. <laughs> yeah. I... Type it in the chat, and I can see it. Wow, I'm going to read it to you. Okay. P-O-S-T-H-U-M-O-S-L-Y. Posthumously. Never heard of that word before. <laughs> First time I've heard of it. I know if, you you guess, like, if you had to guess what it means, what would you guess? It sounds like posture. <laughs> okay, like, so what about posture? Like, hit someone with your back. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody won an Oscar due to their good posture, you think? <laughs> I, my I know for a fact here. you guys don't use the word posturously on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> What's the word? Oh my god. Someone I, I always pronounce it as like posthumously or something like that. What is I've never heard of that before. I've never heard that word. This is the first time I've ever heard that word. <laughs> oh, I've never hurts. heard that before. Uh, Someone type it in the chat for me, please. Why? Because I want to. I'm going to look it up. Google Who it. spelt it for you? P O S T. <laughs> okay. After the death of the originator, you, there's no fucking way you guys knew what that word meant. Did I get the question right? Yeah. Yes, you got the question then right. Then I knew what the word meant. 
I've never heard of that word before. Uh, yeah, dude. Like when somebody uh, dies, that's what they did it post death. All right, that's first first time I've heard of that. Never heard. <laughs> hey, we're honestly, teaching never the teacher that word before. Teaching the teach. Well, luckily I'm not an English teacher. Thank goodness. All right, Todd, wow. Jared, you get that. Dude, that was so. one of the best moments of my entire life. <laughs> yeah, I, I learned a new word today. What, what did you keep saying? At apostolously. Because yeah, I he said it a it different way like each time, and he said posturing. <laughs> Which is a word. I've literally, I, I'm not even like trying to be funny. I've never heard that word before. Oh, I've shit. never heard it used in the sentence. It honestly, I'm shook. You thought it was like a different language. I thought you were like reading the title of a movie at first. I really <laughs> didn't know that. That's ch- right, chalk me up as up. dumbass, I guess. I don't know. I did not you're know that, that word. All right. I'll put this in words that everybody can understand. Um, what is the? <laughs> I know we got a couple of road scholars here. I forgot about oh, that. Oh, Adam's all butter. Um, <laughs> in 2013, the Broncos quarterback Peyton Manning was Ooh. named Sports Illustrated Sportsman of the Year. It was the first time he won the award. The winner of the award in 2000 was the first athlete to win it for a second time. Name that athlete. And that can be any sport. It doesn't have to be football. Any sport. I know it. I have so options. Do, do, you, do you want to do multiple choice? First. You know it, Ty? Hmm. Yeah. You know why I know it? Why do you know it? Because him and I both looked at the same set of trivia questions <laughs> online. <laughs> <laughs> um, since you since that's not fair, well, can you tell me the sport? Um. Well, if I tell you the sport, it's going to give it away. All right, Tiger Woods, guess. Hey, there you go. Let's go. Wow. That's what I had in my head. (laughs) That was awesome. Do do I give you guys both points there? No, you don't give me points. points. All right, no points. But you knew the answer, dude. It's not fair. (laughs) What's not fair? For you to not get a chance to answer it, you missed out on a chance for a point there. Okay, I'll take it. All right, Ty gets points. Um... All right, so final question, right? Or no, I have one more and Ty has one more. So I, I are we doing five or six questions? <laughs> six. Six. Because I have a six. question still that hasn't been read. Maybe Did you wrote you read- down seven. No, I wrote down six. I've been deleting them as I go. I've, maybe, definitely, maybe read, I've definitely read five questions already. <clears throat> yeah, this will be my sixth. This will be my sixth as well. Yeah, I definitely uh, you wrote must- down six. I, I even numbered them. Oh, can I read not... my can, can I read my last question then? <laughs> sure. All right, ready. <laughs> Three college football programs make up twenty five percent of Heisman Trophy winners all time. Notre Dame and Ohio State are two of them. Which program is third? Alabama. I'll give you guys options. I'll give you options so you can guess. Oklahoma, Miami, Florida, and Florida State. This is all-time Heisman winners. Florida State. Who is who's tied for first? Notre Dame and who? Notre Dame and Ohio State. That's crazy. Um, they make up twenty-five. They they're two. What was your other question about up. this? Uh, what span um, of time? It was about then? like how many Heisman winners um, were. Which school was tied with USC for the second most from two thousand to now? Okay. This is a little. This is more like outside of the two thousands, obviously. 
I have no idea. You said his options were uh, Miami, Florida State, and who else? Oklahoma, Miami, Florida, Florida State. Tiger guess Florida State. Uh, I'm going to guess Miami. Yeah, that's what I should have guessed. Incorrect. Oh, fuck. Jesus. The answer is Oklahoma. So Oklahoma, name... Notre Dame, and Ohio State combined make up a quarter of all Heisman winners. Kind of crazy. Yeah. All righty. Uh, who's up? I think I'm up. My uh, this 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 is a quick one. Second Antoine Walker question. You no way. You're but fucking multiple with us. Choice. You're fucking with me. I'm not. Multiple right, choice. It's multiple choice at least. That's fine. H- how many? Second Antoine plus- Walker question. <laughs> there's n- there's not a. There's not. I, I mean, swear to God, like I have sports I have three and pop culture for Walker. the last twenty two years, and you have Say that two again? questions of. That the, you have at your fingertips the ability to ask questions about sports and pop culture over the last 22 years. And you somehow have two you Antoine have two Walker Antoine questions. Walker questions. I do. Yeah. So Antoine Walker had how many? I'm going to give you multiple choice. How many 20 plus point per game seasons with the Celtics? A, two, B, four, C, six, D, eight. C. I'm gonna say f- was it whatever four was B. So we've got a four and Ty, you've got six. Yeah. It is six. Correct. Ah. Oh baby. Yeah, that that shocked me. He was that good for us. He had t- six times he has averaged twenty points per game. He was really good. It was so fucking long ago. Wouldn't who would fucking know? Yeah. A six seems like a lot, but I mean, blew my I mind. Guess I wasn't paying attention that much at the time. All right, we were just terrible all those years. Last question, near and so dear this, our this, hearts. This decides the winner here because you and Jared are in a three-way, a two-way tie, or a tie, I should say, three and a half, and I have three. Okay. Wait, how do we? How does Ty only have three and a half? He just got another point there. Oh, four and a half. So if Ty's in the lead. So Jared can take the lead. Or that's it. Or tie at least. How many does Jared have? Jared is three and a half, so we can tie. So he can't these, win. These, these half points are fucking me up. <laughs> did, I'm, not, did, I'm not adding all the half points. Does that count the posthumously <laughs> question? Is that Did I get a point for that? You counted that? Oh, fuck. You haven't oh been counting points God. at all. So it's four and a half. So it's pretty much so it is tied. Two. Yeah. So shouldn't I read this question? Because it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You got another question? No, Ty has a question. Shouldn't I read Ty's question? Oh, fuck. <laughs> so if we do it, us. if we do it posthumously, though, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Now that I know what that means, yeah. All right, ready. Who was the leading scorer on the Boston Celtics during the 2015 season? 2015. I don't think it was 2015. I feel, like we I feel like we sucked at that time. Because that's definitely like pre-Tatum. Um, man, that, that I have cool. no idea. 
Oh, come on. It's not is that it, it's Isaiah, is, is it Isaiah Thomas? I'm going to go with. It's not like obvious yeah, or I, anything. It's just I, I would think you, you Celtics fans would. I'm thinking. I'll give you a couple guesses. All right. I guess Isaiah Thomas. I was going to guess IT also because we saw him. Okay, well, he was straight wrong. Because okay. he was straight to the he Celtics. He wasn't on the team yet. Oh. I thought he was. Didn't we see his first game with the Celtics in 2014 when we were in L.A.? No. Were you Were you working in L.A. at that time? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because he was maybe, on the team. Maybe then, it was 2015. So. It was either 2014 or 2015 when I was in California. He may not he have been have joined late 2015. Yeah, he joined late, so maybe that's why. Yeah. He wouldn't um, have been the leading scorer on the team. Yeah, I guess you're right. Okay, yeah. so um, then we, right. we really sucked then. Um when we traded for him, he came off the bench. That I means somebody else was starting at point guard. I don't, I can't even like think You're of getting who was there. On, You're getting there. I can't even think of who was on the that team. Rajon Rondo, wrong. This guy was a, a pretty core part of the team for a little while. <laughs> hmm. Jeff Jeff Green. <laughs> no, he was the leading <laughs> scorer in 2014, though. Ugh, what a what an enigma he was. Oh, god dang it. Um now I can just keep guessing. I know I've guessed like three times, so I may be out at this point. Avery Bradley? Bingo! Oh! Yeah! Wow. Right. So the Jared... Mo pulls out the W. No, you don't get a point for that. Yeah, Jared wins. <laughs> Let's go. Incredible. All right, so next time we do this, Jared, just kind of re rethink. You know, just ask yourself before, like, you write it down. Like, is this a question that I think even has a remote chance of being answered? Or make yeah. a multiple choice. Like, if you have to give a five-minute explanation about a question. I, I, I agree. That, that one was a bit of a stretch. That yeah. one was a bit of a stretch. Well, if you did that and then did multiple choice, that, that kind of evens the playing field a little Don't bit. Don't be yeah. afraid to mix a little pop culture in there either. I got one speed, one speed only. Autism. <laughs> Sign us off. I love you guys.